And we are live. Look like we're about ready to go. Okay, there's the timer. All right, we are like we're good to go. Uh, once again, um, this is our first in frame rates episode 214. I think that's right. 214. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, myself, DJ81. Bill should be here shortly. And we're basically just going to get right into it today. We're going to talk about, uh, let me see, I got the topics. We're going to talk about Notre Dame. We're going to talk about PS5 games moving to PC. And we're going to do a little bit of Madden Q&A for the folks that uh, don't know. I'm actually interested in playing Madden again. I had a pretty good uh, stream. The game was fun. Uh, Maybe it's some little honeymoon situation I'm having once again. I haven't played the game since November. And even when I played it back in November, it wasn't that bad. It's just that, I mean, really, they need to do something with the modes. I mean, just at least, if anything, if you're going to keep them the same way, just make it seem like it means something because, like, the franchise mode, feel like it, it means nothing. Even when you scout people or put certain, you know, personnel on certain uh, situations, it just don't mean much of anything. But uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, let's get right into it. If you guys don't know already, you can find us on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. Also, I put little snippets on YouTube. So if you want to watch the uh, few snippets that we have on YouTube, you can go over there and catch that out. But if you want to watch the entire episode, here we are. You come over here to Twitch. Also, um, uh, we do have a Discord as well. The First and Frame Discord. All that stuff is in the About section of the um of the Twitch channel. Also, if you're watching the snippet or if you happen to go to the YouTube channel, the link is down in the description of pretty much every video that we do. Uh, like I said, once again, myself, DJ, we're still waiting on bills, but in the meantime, I'm going to let DJ do his intro. DJ, how have you been? I've been okay. I've just been playing my games, and um, I know earlier I put up a clip of Live 19 uh, just talking about the freedom and just, you know, I'm having fun with that game. So, you know, I drop in. I was playing with the default rosters because I went in beforehand and, and done, like, the as much changing of the rosters as I could to get updated rosters. But I went back to the default rosters, and it's just like I'm just sitting there just playing the game. I'm thinking about starting a franchise mode. I feel like, I feel like VF – I feel like you right about now when it comes to Live 19 because I remember you went through – a little bit of the franchise mode for, for 19. So. Well, I mean, the, the thing is, when I look at these games, and we'll, we'll talk about this more when we get to the Q&A part of Madden because it can go over into other any sports title in general. When it comes to these sports games, I think we, we overlook a lot of things when it comes to just playing these games because there's a lot of good in the majority of these sports titles. I think for the most part, uh, from us branching out of the community, I think the sim community in general was blinded by the small things. Well, when you look at the thing, when you look at the bigger picture, you can play these games and have a really good time and play the game on a level where you feel like you're running a simulation league or playing a simulation game. And that just, that goes from, I mean, I, I can't speak from live 18. I'm damn sure I'm not talking about live 16. But I know definitely live 15 and 19, you can do those in those games. NBA 2K, absolutely. And even in Madden, if you just keep everything in front of you as far as what's on the field, 
you you will have a pretty decent um football experience. And I think like I said, there's a lot of games out here that do that, but I think we as a whole, just um as a collective, the the entire well, we're not really much in the community anymore. But that community where we branched out from, I think they they're predicated on looking at things in a small sense. When when you actually play the game, you can actually enjoy. It. I think that's one. I think that's one of the reasons why the guys at the S at the SFL, the Simulation Football League, they play the game or they watch the game for what it is, and, and all the flaws that are in APF, you they get a really good football experience. And, and I think at the end of the day, I think that's I think for the most part, I wish that's all that we want when we're playing these games. And uh, like I said, we'll get into that a little bit later, uh, but. Um, yeah, I just all I say is just fire the games up and um just play the best of your ability as far as the uh as far as the sport and um respecting the sport and you'll get good results. Nevertheless, we'll get back into that a little bit later. Let's go ahead and talk about um these games, the PlayStation um uh ec- ecosystem look like it's branching out more and more to the PC and and I, I haven't looked at any comments as far as whatever these uh these fanboys have done or whatever the case may be, um, but I'm pretty sure they're melting down because now they're feeling the wrath. I feel like it's a win win for everybody. I think it's awesome that everybody is able to play pretty much any game on any platform that they want. Um, I don't see what is the bad part about not having these games on different platforms. And um, it, 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 to me, I, I just find it really stupid at the end of the day. Because like, like I said, you know, Xbox was clamoring about how, you know, um, you know, how fun it is now to play MLB The Show on Xbox, you know. and uh, But, you know, at one point they were all about trying to keep their own exclusives and vice versa. You know, there's some games like they, Sony was mad about Cuphead and now they got Cuphead. Now it's all good. It's so weird. It's like, look, if you want to play the game, buy the console. Like me, I'm going to buy a Nintendo Switch now because there's now there's at least three or four games I want to play on the system. And I think for me, that's my, that's my limit. Once I find three let's say three to four games I want to play on the system, I'll end up buying the system. But uh, I, I just wish that other people would actually, you know, do that. But it's just really weird how they don't, you know, take heed in that. Um, what are your thoughts about PlayStation going, um, more games going to PC? And I have an article up and we'll talk about that in a second. But I, I want to know, know your initial thoughts as well, DJ. I think I think it's good. I think games should be able to be played on any platform, any console, any generation. Well, that so that's able to play it. Um, so people have a choice. Um, I know that there was one particular PlayStation fanboy, uh, Jack Move Johnny, uh, who uh, I don't even say it was a meltdown. He talked about it a little bit earlier. I caught like a little bit of it. But I think people like him are probably melting down about it. I know he did previous, uh, he had previous thoughts about it when it was slowly leaking out that Sony was allowing their exclusives to be on PC. Like you mentioned earlier, Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Detroit. Uh, Become Human. Yeah, Detroit. Uh, Become De- Human. Death yeah. Stranding. Yep. So now that uh, Days Gone is, I guess it's next on the rotation. So Days Gone. Uh, 
you're talking about other Sony. I'm like, eventually, I know that MLB is not a Sony exclusive, but I know we talked about possibly MLB the show getting a crack on PC. So I, I, I think at this point, if it have made it to Xbox, it, it's just a matter of time. It's going to end up over there. Right. So it, I, it, it's 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 a good thing. And especially at this time where there's a where it, we talked about the chip shortage and you're talking about acquiring these next gen consoles and the chances of that happening if you haven't already acquired one then it's just like you're now you're looking at okay we're stuck on an old gen like i'm stuck on technically stuck on ps4 pro but then it's just like the next best option right now is to get a pc or to switch <laughs> if you want to go that route but hey I, I, I'm def, I'm definitely buying a Switch at this point. I mean, I mean, they, they, I mean, the Switch, they have like the most exclusive, obviously, out of all of these consoles because their games would ne- probably never go to PC. But now it's like there are games on that I literally want to play now, so I'm going to end up getting it. I was going to ask Bills, but Bills jumped away. But um, <laughs> I, I literally about to ask him what he thought about this. But um, all right, let's look at this right here. Here's the screen, and I already highlighted the comment right here. This is the one I wanted to comment, the highlight right here, and this just tells you uh, everything you need to know. Right here it says, there's an opportunity to expose those greater games to a wider audience and recognize the economics of the game development, which are not always straightforward. The cost of making games goes up each cycle and the caliber of the IP has improved. Also, our ease of making it available to non-console owners has grown. So it's a fairly straightforward decision for us to make. So basically, they're saying the games is made, are more expensive. So since that, they're going to try to recruit more money by putting it on PC. I, I don't see a problem with it. I mean, and it makes it makes a lot of sense based on what was just said. Yeah, I definitely don't see an issue with that. Make it more, make it available to more people, so more people can buy it, so you can fund your game instead of resorting to raising prices to sixty and seventy dollars per game. Oh no, seventy dollars per game, uh, like. Uh, the PS5 and Series X have with certain games. Yeah, let's not talk. Let's not talk about. It. And I tell you one thing: um, if they do decide to put PS5 games on PC, I can promise you, them games will not be seventy dollars. I can promise you, they will not be. Because I mean, PC is like the home of cheap games. Even mm-hmm. when games come out at sixty dollars, you can bet your bottom dollar. Within the next two weeks, that game is dropping from $60 to a lower price somewhere on the platform. It's just going to happen. Unless if it's like a game like maybe like Call of Duty, it may linger around a little bit longer. But then again, you got places like uh, CD Keys, GOG, um, Green Man Gaming. You got other places where those games can be end up being cheaper. So uh, it's always a win-win at the end of the day for everybody. Not only just the console guys, but PC as well, because everybody get to play. No, next thing we really need is crossplay. If this is going to be the case, Bills, we're talking about right now the um the more PlayStation games coming over to PC. So I want to get your thoughts about that. Also, you could do your intro as well. Let everybody know how you've been this weekend. And uh, like I said, just give us your thoughts. Um, I don't think. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. Hear me? Yeah, he's going, yeah you're go going, ahead. You're going in and out. At least on my view, you are. I think he's probably having Bro, internet I don't know why issues. He's up like this. Yeah, he must have internet issues because uh, you're going in and out. 
All right, give me a second. I'll be back. Gotcha. All right, well, Bill's still having a little bit of issues. So, um, DJ, uh, you want to follow up with what was said there? Well, it's just like what I was, I was saying before. Um, and also, I think in addition, individual companies raising the price to $70 on games. So um, you, it's definitely good to expose games that certain people will already be playing to more people, especially a community that likes the mod games. You'll get not just more uh, purchase games that way, but you'll also have more involvement in from the modding community. Uh, this is a oh go ahead go, go ahead I'm 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 gonna bring something else up in a second keep going. No, I was saying because again I, I'm gonna keep bringing in MLB the show because that one hasn't been announced or anything. I don't think I, I believe I would like to believe that there are plans for MLB the show to eventually wind up on PC. Once that happens, the modding community is gonna be all over it, and it's gonna be yeah. the same for these games that are out right now. Yeah, because I mean, you look at it now. I mean, I don't know if anybody knows. Um, there's a modding community for ML. Um, uh, this game is very hard to play on PC nowadays. It's so old, but um, MVP05. There's a modding community for MVP05. There's also a modding community for MLB the uh 2K13 mm-hmm. and 2K12. I mean, the modding community is there, but uh, once that game comes over, I, I'm I'm definitely uh, you're going to see that. Um, and once again, it, it kind of uh, curtails the the whole um, uh, mantra about um, pirating games. Mm. I don't think piracy in P- on PC is that big of a deal like it like we thought it was at one point. Because if piracy was really a big deal, a lot of these companies would not be putting their games on PC. Xbox, um, EA Sports, them EA put Madden on PC. You know, and they're they're still talking about putting NHL and live on PC down the road, which that would be great. Now you have Sony putting more of their games on PC, so I don't think piracy well, is that. Yeah, yeah, we can. Hear yeah, you now. We can hear you. yeah. I don't think piracy is that big of an issue. Like some people claim it, it is. I think it's actually um, a non-factor, a non-factor when they're talking about you know they're they're trying to recoup and make more money by putting their games on PC. Uh, I don't know, Bills. What are your thoughts? And uh, give us your intro since we can hear you now. Like, how you been? And what do you think about PlayStation games coming to PC? Um, I think he's on a delay. <laughs> yeah, I think he is. <laughs> yeah, you're on a delay. Like, you're on a delay, bro. You're on a delay, like really bad. I'm giving you like these great intros, and you, 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 you can't. Must respond. be going on. Dude, in I, reset, I reset my connection and everything. It's like pissing me off. I think something's going on in your area. Some, the company is is doing something to your internet. Has to be. But yeah, that's pretty bad. You're there, but it's like a delay. Yeah. Nice haircut, though. <laughs> I don't know. Um, whenever Bills gets back, we'll go ahead and um. Uh, nah. Nah, man. That's like <laughs> last uh, last week. It was it was Eagles that had to. Oh, Dave Ten was horrible yeah, though. Dave, this was yeah, this was yeah. really bad. But I don't know. I I just think at the end of the day, um, I think the gamers win. 
at the end of the day, I think that it's going to be uh, um, I think it's it's just going to be a win-win for everybody. Jared Green, how you doing? Long time no see. I hope everything's yeah. been going good with you. Long time no see. A, yeah, it's good to see you over here. What's going on? Good to see you. So, I, I, like I said, I think it's a win-win at the end of the day. Um, if you have not gotten a PC yet, um, I bet you if he goes from his phone, it'll be better. Watch. Yeah, I, I agree. I bet it is. Um, but me and you, we talked about this um yeah last week with um uh Spec Pooh, the state mm-hmm. of PC gaming. It's like right now, it's probably like one of the best ways to go right now overall. And I mean, it's no shade to the console gamers, but they're not just um. They're, they're just not uh getting they're not getting a good deal so far on this um in this console generation this this console generation is probably like one of the rockiest ones I've seen yeah I mean and, and being alive and being and playing these consoles yeah this is the roughest one that I can attest to it's just it, it's the fact that you don't have it readily available is like what's the first red sign red flag? Uh, to this whole generation and now and then like I said earlier with the PS5 the drifting issue on their uh, controllers and the fact there's no games if anything having little to no games on neither console should be a red flag like hey maybe we should hold off on releasing right don't you have any games to come with it right like like I mean yeah all right you sound really good now hopefully it stays that way yeah, Say- right. Jesus fucking curse. <laughs> All right, once again, <laughs> PlayStation. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the screen back up. PlayStation is moving most of their games back to uh, not back to, but they're moving their games to PC. Starting with Days Gone. Uh, you want to give your intro? Let everybody know what you've been doing, and give us your thoughts about these games going to PC. Nah, yeah, I was you- saying I don't think there's um, what. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. You're good. About to jump. <laughs> I, I was about to. I sure was. <laughs> no, go ahead, man. No, um, no, I'm saying I don't think, um, I don't think it's that big of a deal. But you know how people are about their console bias. So, um, you know, everybody's making a big deal. But let's be honest, Xbox is already doing it. There's nothing wrong with Sony doing it. Um, Xbox been doing I it for mean, about three years now. To be honest. <laughs> Yeah, it's been beneficial for him, so I don't, I don't know what the big deal is. Honestly, I mean, I, I, I really don't see. It's great for PC gamers. That's that's all I can say. It's great for PC gamers. I think it's, it's great, great for all. Of, I think buy I, consoles. I think it's great all over because if you do this, you know it's going to happen. I mean, it, it's it's going to happen next. Crossplay is just going to be mandatory at that point. Mm-hmm. There's no way. And there's and no that's way you great can, because it needs to be an industry standard. Right, because you cannot have all these games on all these separate platforms like this and not have crossplay. It that that just not going to happen. I mean, that it's going to be mandatory. I mean, that's 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 a good thing. It's not just a win for PC gamers. I think now you'll you'll finally see more a more of an ecosystem within gamers collectively, and this console war stuff can go out the window where everybody can just game. Which, like, I really wish if it was a console war. It has to be something, and I said this plenty of times. It has to be something that's worth being a war for. DJ, you remember the early nineties? Mm-hmm. Th- that was a real console war back then because there were differences and there was reasons to make a good point on both sides. Now you look at the PS4, Xbox One, or even the Series X in the PS4, PS5. They're basically the same system. There's nothing to really make up argument about. 
but, you but know, here, here's the thing. The console war back then was not just on the outside. It was also within the companies. They wanted to tear each other down. They wanted to, like, Nintendo wanted, like, okay, sat on top of the throne for a little bit. Sega struggled out the gate. But, but Sega they, tried, but one thing about Sega, though, Sega tried their best to go at Nintendo's neck. Right. So They it, tried hard. It, and, and plus, there's a documentary on this that says that, like, the competition was real inside those companies. Now they're like buddy buddies. They're trying, they're all trying to get your money. And they're looking at everybody who's, everybody on the outside who's carrying on these console wars, making points, counterpoint. They're know, literally laughing at works. them. Yeah, they're laughing at them like, <laughs> but, that, but that's got because them. it's antiquated. It's an yeah, antiquated idea. I think it's an antiquated idea to have a console war. I think it's antiquated. I think I, I think it would actually be a, a legit console war if you had two or more systems that were literally different. The consoles had legit, real good, legit exclusives, and there was not necessarily one necessarily better than the other, but mm-hmm. they could make a point saying like, hey, we got this and you don't. And the only counter to that is say, hey, we got this, but you don't. But those two counterpoints actually were equal in the sense of everything. Like when you look at the Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis, like like Villain in Black, the like he said, they had like legit competition where if you had the argument, it always was a stalemate. It was nothing never saying one was better than the other. It was just good. It was it it, it made good conversation. Now you when, have guys that are literally saying stupid shit behind these console wars because they have you know, they don't have you, that. But the other issue is I don't think a console war in this generation would work also because of the fact that people just want to play together at this point. Mm-hmm. I can agree. It, I can agree. Online, on, gaming, on, on, online. Online, yes, Online yes. gaming is such a conglomerate these days that, you know, there's not really going to be a offline console war, which would be the only way that a I mean, hey, you did you did have online, online a little bit. You you had the Sega, Gen- the Sega channel and the Satellaview. You did, but now, but now Xbox and PlayStation guys to agree, can agree to disagree and just hop on Warzone together. No, nah, no, that, that so, online I mean, gaming back—that's like, that, the difference now. That online gaming back then was strictly gaming. It was like, look, you get on the internet and you could buy games off the internet. You couldn't play with nobody. But I was just joking. But um, no, you're right. Like online gaming made everybody just like, hey, let's play Xbox versus PlayStation for real, crossplay. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. And there's no console war there. It's just like, look, if y'all got the skills, y'all pull up Team Green, Sony pull up Team Blue, y'all play some Battlefield and see who wins. See, that's the type of stuff that needs to happen. But um, well, but I, I think well, I think well, you're right though. Here's the thing: these companies don't have the balls to do like a Xbox lobby versus a PlayStation lobby or Xbox versus PlayStation <laughs> lobby. Of course, there'd be a way for them to regiment it where Xbox guys were on one team and PlayStation guys were on the other team, but they would never do that. Right. Shit, Thank you. Don't sleep for the follow. In a given lobby. Right. Don't sleep. Thank you. Oh, go ahead. Okay. No, I was just saying, don't sleep. Thank you for the follow. Appreciate it, bro. They don't even have the balls to even show like each other's uh, insignia when uh, yeah. cross-platform is even in play. You just get like a generic... Exactly. Console, a router, a router, yeah, a router. If you're a PC, and it's just like, you know, why that is the case because it just, it just because it's gotten so toxic ever since the, you know, the Xbox One came out, Xbox One, PS4 came out. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You can't, you can't have that friendly competition. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Comparison videos. Oh well, on the Xbox Series X, it runs at sixty frames, four K consecutively, no, and on the, the worst thing, the wor- five, it's like the cares? worst thing I've seen. The worst thing I've seen when the Xbox Series X came out, and they were, and I saw this video. They were talking about there were actually four K screenshots you can make off the Xbox um, One X now, and the PlayStation Four Pro couldn't do it. Like. This has nothing to do with gaming. Why the hell is this a competition? Screenshots? Nothing. Well, now no, it, it was stupid. Well, now the latest thing is uh, the RDNA. Uh, I guess that's what it's called. RDNA as far as like the uh, the computing. Uh, right. AMD chip. Now all of a sudden uh, PS5 doesn't have the full, uh, was it version two of it? And I think AMD was going to come out with a custom. I think for the next gen consoles, it's like a custom. I hope I'm saying it right. Somebody please correct me if I'm saying it but wrong. But this is the thing. But this is the thing, though. Right. When both games are put into the console, they run the same. That's that's exactly. <laughs> but this, but this is what folks are doing. They're this doing is- stuff like this. And it, it's a whole backstory to this. I'm not. Gonna this is the level story. that it got down to. Yes, they're. Having tech talk to use as weapons in the console war, and no way gives a shit about well, <laughs> tech. Well, what well, well, here's it. You know, you know what ends up happening. Though it's like, mm-hmm. it, it's like this is a Twitter phenomenon and a Reddit phenomenon where one person puts out a stat about a guy or a stat about a console or a fact about a console, and people start running with it and regurgitating it, and regurgitating it. You know, it's just like it's no different than LeBron versus MJ, right? Mm-hmm. You see one person make something and it becomes an epidemic on Twitter for an entire fucking day, right? As if, you know, these dipshits that take the tweet and run with it, I didn't know that Michael Jordan lost in the first round, right? And then all of a sudden <laughs> you start you you run with that for a week. So with the tech talk, it's the same shit. They'll find something that most people don't know, and all of a sudden everybody's regurgitating it like there's some type of tech expert, and that's what makes it so toxic is the fact that you know 90 percent of the people truly don't care about this shit they're only regurgitating it because of the fact that they're such a ps5 fanboy or an xbox series x fanboy. they don't truly care about that shit if you put a assassin's creed valhalla in a ps5 and you put it in an xbox series x and run them side by side there's not going to be a very noticeable difference but they'll pretend that it's like a gaping you know that's a huge gap between the xbox and the ps5 or vice versa and that's the funny thing about Right, because these consoles are really just banking on the fact that you, you can get to you get to play your games quicker with the SSD. That that's yeah. primarily it, and I got that on PC right now. And folks have had it on PC for quite some time. So, <laughs> try. I mean, the console—it's just—it's so corny. Builds in your words. Try again. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean. I, See, my thing is when it comes Good. to these consoles, when it comes to these consoles, I just what games you got. If 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 you got a game on that console that I want to play, I'm I'm more inclined to buy. I don't care about like the tech talk or what does what. Like, bro, I'm I, I got all these consoles here that, that does very low resolution. I have to bust my ass just to get them to be in HD with my up with my upscaler. So I, I can care less if it's all the way up to, you know, 4K or whatever the case may be. Just let me know if the game is good and I'm going to play it. I mean, for crying out loud, I do retro streams where I play games that nobody really cares about for the most part. I just I just want the game that, that you have that I can't get nowhere else and I'll play it. If that's, well, if that's not the case, then I'll go... In, 
Well, I was gonna say you're in the well, minority. That's the unfortunate part about the entire thing. But I, but 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 not only that, but Bills. When we grew up, this is how it was. Even though, I mean, I know villain and black is good speak for it. DJ could as well. Even if we had one console, if one had a Nintendo, your friend probably had the Sega Genesis. And instead of bashing them, you know what we did? We wanted to go to his house and play yes, that game. Exactly. And vice versa. They wanted to come over. Like, if they had Sonic, I will go over there and play Sonic. And if I had Mario 3, they're going to come to my house next weekend and play Look, Mario 3. I, we didn't we didn't care about this. Oh, you got this. I hate you. And this, that. It's like, I, we, want, we, we just wanted to play the games. I agree. But, I mean, this, this is a social media age we live in. It has to be one side versus the other no matter what. This is what people yeah, are it, You're right. And they're coming. And they're completely clowns because, like, even and see, that's one thing I like I said earlier. That's what made the console wars fun. Because even though we went like I I, I talked about this story all the time. I was the Nintendo kid. My cousin Brian, you know, uh, he was a Sega kid. He used to come to my house on the weekends. He would want to play, you know, uh Madden 94, or he wanted to play, you know, Madden 92 or whatever the case may be. But when I went to his house, I played Joe Montana football on the Genesis. So that that's we just had that friendly competition, like yo, Joe Montana does this, but Madden does this. And but at the end of the day, both were good games and we all had fun. It was not going at nobody's neck, calling nobody, you know, Sony Pony or others. It was none of that dumb shit. It was like, even though there was competition, we still had love for both consoles. Hell, we were hey, we were lucky if we knew a guy in the neighborhood that had a turbo graphics because even though Sony and Sega was the it was the uh was king. The kid with the turbo graphics was everybody's friend because we're going to go over there and try to play Blazing Lasers or, or Bonks Adventure because nobody had a, a, a turbo graphics. But the difference is that you're talking about an era of real gamers. Mm-hmm. There aren't That's many true. real gamers. I mean, you can call yourself a gamer just because you have Call of Duty and 2K doesn't make you a gamer. Um, you know, if you go your entire generation and all you buy, all console generation, all you buy is Call of Duty and uh, NBA 2K, you're a casual gamer, or truly, you're just somebody that plays games um, for status. Because I've seen a lot of people that do that. You know, oh, look at me, I'm playing Call of Duty. Nobody gives shit. <laughs> like, like, so that that's exactly. my thing. I mean, you're hey, talking, hey, you're talking hey, about. Hey, call, call me when you play. Call me when you play this shit right here. <laughs> call me when you, yo. This game is so hey, this game is so fucking weird. I mean, what it's all right. It? It, it's not. It's, it's, it's a um. It's a survival horror game. It's not bad, but it's just so weird. It, it, it's a psychological horror game, and I mean psychological for real. It, it will mess with your mind. But it, call me when you do that. Put down. Put down the Call of Duty and play something like that, and then and then and then. And, and, talk to me in a couple of days. But you know, like I said, nobody. There's nothing wrong with. There's nothing wrong with playing. Only Call of Duty and NBA 2K, but you got to realize what section of the community you fall into. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, that just know that you're basically a casual gamer. That's what you are. So right. in a gaming conversation, you don't have a say, really. You play the hot games. You play the games that are the biggest releases of the year. And you mm-hmm. play with your friends on Park and online in Call of Duty. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if we're having a true gaming conversation like this you don't really have a leg to stand on. And that's what people need to realize when they call themselves gamers, you know, and then there's the other people out here, and I'm not going to name any names, but you got motherfuckers beating games for status. Like, oh, look how many games I beat this year. How many games do you beat? That's another person that's not a real gamer. They're just beating games so they can say they beat games. 
If you're not playing half the time, half and half. Yeah, I'm about to say half the time they're not even enjoying the games that they're trying to beat. Yeah, they just are oh, halfway through. Oh, this game is ass. I'm gonna finish it, but this game's trash. It's like gamers play games to enjoy games. They don't play games to criticize games. They play games to enjoy games. And yeah, tell me about it. And I, and I and I think yeah. that's what that was, that was my transition when I went back to start playing games again. Because when I first started on YouTube, that's what I was doing. But even before YouTube, this is what you see behind me. This is what I did. I played games just to play them. One day I'll play Madden. The next day I'll play some game called Dreamfall. Turn around and play Giga Wing 2. Then I go back and play Tekken 5. I mean, that's just how it was. I wasn't just like stuck on playing Madden all day. So I had to snap out of that. You know, it's just nothing more people who do. It's like DJ talks about, though, not expanding your horizons to new types of games. And it's not even just sports games, it's just games in general. You're not willing to try those new games but then you want to have a seat at the table in a game and conversation you really can't because you only play one type of game and, and yeah and i was about to say it's funny because then i look at games like you know like primarily on pc there's a lot of early access games and yes i'm bringing up scum as one of them but there are there are other games in that in that genre that even though they're early access there's those type of games where people don't play because one, it's not finished, and two, it's not a triple A game. Because you have people that just, I only play triple A games. I'm like, well, damn, you're just gonna miss all the other games that are out here, and then complain when you say the gaming streets is dry when there's plenty of games out there. To play. Game, the, the well, gaming streets is never dry, never. Right, that's what I'm saying. Never. See, I don't, I don't care if you have one. If you, I don't care if you have one console or you have ten consoles. The gaming streets are never dry. You just don't want to play a game. Right. So, Villain in Black, here's the thing I disagree about that. Um, I personally, as a musician, or not even just a musician, let's just call me a music fan. As a music fan, I can understand the perspective of somebody who might not want to be introduced to any new artists and they might just listen to those people. I think that's different than gaming because gaming has you know new games coming out constantly 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 right but the people you mentioned are classics if they only listen to those people then i mean you know i don't i don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that they could technically be a hip-hop head still but i mean no they're not as well i think i think yeah i think he has i think he has I think he has yeah. to narrow that list down. You can't say you're hip hop head and only listen to one person in hip hop. Yeah, listen to one out of those. Then, then right. you're not a hip hop head. You're a fan right. of. I mean, person. if you if you listen to all four of them, then yeah, you you can say that you are. But you you're not going to tell me you're 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 a hip hop head and you only listen to MC Light. Like, all right, yeah, come you, on. If you only listen, if you only listen to MC Light, it's the equivalent of like, oh, I'm a gamer. Okay, what do you play? Oh, I play Call of Duty. Okay, well, right, exactly. See, like, see you just yeah, just shorten the list, and then you made your point. <laughs> but I kind of get what he's saying. But yeah, it's like, and then all yeah. four of those people who make all four of those rappers, they're they're pretty diverse in what they do already. So, right. so well, you no, you right got a pretty. The... No, he's right about the. He's on the right track. He just he just laid too many layers to the track. No, I was going to say, um, you, Vf, you're right about gaming, the gaming streets never being dry because, you know, I'll be on the phone with DJ and I'll be scrolling through the Xbox store like, oh, shit, I didn't know that came out. Oh, I didn't know that came right. out, right? It's not necessarily major releases. That's the thing that people need to stop paying attention to. So these two pickups right here, yeah. these two pickups right here that I talked about on my YouTube channel, oh, not that. <laughs> I had no idea these games exist, but I want to try them. 
this is another um survival horror game that I, I picked up and I picked up this. This is psychological horror. I had no right. idea. That, look, this game's supposed to be so um this game's supposed to be so popular, it has a deluxe edition. Like bullshit. Y'all just put this on the on the on the um on the cover. It don't have a deluxe edition. But I, I just thought it was interesting to, to pick up because you know, we always could pick up a first person shooter. We always could pick up another racer. We always could pick up another platformer. But just to find a game that's like totally different and just even if you may not like it, just try to see what happens. You may find a you know, I don't want to use this word because it's used a lot in the retro gaming community. You may find a hidden gem in some of these games. Like something I mean, that that's you what never knew. When I played Limbo, I, I was like, Oh shit, what is this? This looks interesting. How do you think how how do you think Shadow Mordor came about? Mm-hmm. Nobody knew about that game until some person played it and say, "Wait a minute, this is good." Bro, I literally scroll through Game Pass, and if something looks interesting, I click it, and then I watch the trailer, and maybe I'll play it, and maybe I won't. But to have all those games at your disposal and not try any of them, I mean, mm-hmm. how much? How could you buy? Really? Why would you get Game Pass a Game Pass Ultimate, and then only worry about like three games when you literally got hundreds? At least look at them, try them. Waste the money if you do that. Right, exactly. Same thing with EA. Same thing. Same thing with EA. Um, EA Play. And you know, a lot of people saying like, "Oh, EA Play is for Madden." No, if you get EA Play, it's so many other games that you get. There are even non EA. There, there are even non EA sports titles on EA Play. You know, like what what are you doing? Speed the other day, um, just to kind of, you know, play around with it, and it was it was alright, like. And it's but funny. Yeah, because, oh, good. It, it like even though it's mostly EA games, there's non EA games that's a part of that library too. Mostly right. ones I've seen on PC, but it's just like, yeah, there's 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 a lot there. Wow. How many people knew that a wrestling game was coming out this Friday? Not many people. Yeah, I didn't even know. Mm-mm. I didn't know. So I mean, you know, it's when funny you because it, it's the store. Mm-hmm. You see a lot of. New games that you might be interested in. I've been looking for a trucking game. I was on the phone with you. I'm like, oh shit, this game's coming out tomorrow. I'm about to get this. And you just randomly come up on shit and like, oh, okay, let me play this. And then you'll never have that. Well, I don't have anything to play. But see, you, you know, know what? That that's one good thing about these the PlayStation 4, the original um I mean, PlayStation 4 Xbox One. What they did was they took they took the format that Steam does. Because Steam does this. Steam will just like the Steam just started putting games on their platform that was kind of interesting and you know, obviously past well, I'll say for the most part, past quality control. Mm-hmm. And they'll put them on there and people check them out. Console, they didn't do that on console for a long time. When the Xbox 360 and the in the in the PS3 was out, they they forbid doing that. They did not do that at all. So once the PS4 came out, they started doing it, and it's just been a win-win. Now you get all kind of games that are out. You know, so um, it, it's pretty interesting. Um, anything else y'all got before we jump over to Notre Dame? Uh, yeah. I don't think I have that, anything. Oh, you were you looking up the uh, because I know Crayfish was like, What wrestling game? Oh, he already put it, he already put it in chat. Oh, I was gonna bring up the the website if he wanted to see what it was. Oh, well, that, yeah, that's fine, dude. Um, yeah, I, you know what? I actually thought about buying that WWE 2K Playgrounds game. Is that game any good? Don't, no. Don't get it? Okay. <laughs> no, I actually thought about getting it yesterday, and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to get it. I Don't need to it. ask questions first, and Mm-mm. it looks fun, though. 
it's fun, but it's it is what it is. I don't know how to describe it. You'll have fun going through the story mode, I'm sure. But once you get out of the story mode, you're not gonna want to play that game. There's but just see, not that's a lot the thing about it. See, that's the thing. When you have an arcade game, what makes arcade games fun is just the, the wackiness and the fun factor. And if that doesn't have it, I'm good. It has the wackiness. I'm saying there's just not a lot of match types to keep you interested. And you're gonna okay. have to play that game a lot to unlock a lot of people because you don't get many wrestlers in the beginning you'll unlock some during the story mode but shit i ended up buying a lot of them with points gotcha 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 okay um notre dame notre dame said fuck it we're not getting we're not participating in this game until we get the notre dame fashion (laughs) the name and license rules are finalized because we don't know we don't want to get sued we don't want no dumb kid that was third string coming back to sue us so this is what we got. I don't know why this Red Bull girl is here. Don't ask any questions. I don't know why. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why she's there. But it says Notre Dame won't participate in, in new EA Sports college football game until the name and likeness rules are finalized. I'm not even going to get into that. That basically said um, everything you need to know. Um, DJ, what are your thoughts about this so far? Good for them. Maybe they'll just put South Bend in the game and, and have at it. I'm like, it's I wish in I, I, I wish NY I wish NY was here. He, he he just don't care. I'm gonna stop giving him the link. Damn this. Because he doesn't come <laughs> over here no more. Kick him out of the room. Right, because <laughs> this would be a perfect opportunity. Room, yeah. Um yeah, they'll they'll probably just put South Bend or they'll put like, you know, um what would it what would it just name rattle off any of the names that were in uh Bill Walsh's college football before they like lic- officially licensed the college football? It's like South Bend, uh uh you mean Pez Oh no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, talk um, about Isn't that the upgrade? Twenty twenty one, that's the upgrade game, ain't it? Uh yeah. but we're talking about definitely... Pez had unlicensed teams in the game and they had to come up for like a generic name well no nah, he was just asking about no he said how much is it worth it he said uh he oh, think about buying it for 14.99 yeah, that's the upgrade I, to yeah, 20 i right? buy it i definitely buy it um you're not gonna get it's not you're not gonna have any different gameplay but yeah there's no gameplay yeah it's, Look, it, I, mean, I think if, it was if just you like, haven't played past 20 i'd get it if right. you have then maybe not dj i mean Bill, so what game are your pass. thoughts um, Bills, what are your thoughts about Notre Dame opting out? I think it's a heavy blow to this game. Um, if you think of all the prestigious schools in college football, I mean, Notre Dame ranks pretty much right up there at the top, and that's a heavy blow. I mean, and why I, couldn't it be a lot? Why couldn't it be like Illinois, the Illini? They, they could opt it out. <laughs> right. I mean, you know. But that's why I said in typical Notre Dame fashion, you know, they're an independent school and they seem to operate on their own terms. And this is just another example of it. I hope it doesn't start an arms race of other schools dropping out. Quayface asked about that last night when I was doing a Madden stream. He said, do I see other teams doing it? Um, I'm going to be quite honest. I'm, I, I would not be surprised if like three or four more teams do this, to be yeah. honest. Like when one does it, ten, others tend to follow. So just be on the lookout. If they don't have a uniform creator or a school creator or a logo creator or something like that to cover their bases, this mm-hmm. may get ugly. Because once you have you once you have Ohio State's and Alabama's and Georgia's and my uh, Michigan's 
dropping mm-hmm. out, then it's USC. USC. I mean, you know, we could we could name about. I'd say there's about ten schools. If any of them don't make it in the game, it's going to be heavy blows, and, and Notre Dame is one of them. And, and this is know, another thing. Oh, go ahead, DJ. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say on top of this, then we're going to see who really wants to play a college football game when that starts uh, happening. That's true. And, and that's another thing. I say, I say I don't say what I will say. One team is make a break for me. Mm-hmm. But if you get five of those ten teams, mm, that's that's what I, that's what I was worried about too. Is like the, mm. you get Notre Dame first, and you turn around to get like Texas, and then you get Georgia, then Alabama, USC. Yeah. You know, before you yeah. before you know it, you know, like six or seven teams that are prominent in their conferences are not in the game. But oh, I'm about to say, here's a question. It's just like okay, so let's say that happens. And then you get like the game. Let's say the game still comes out, and you have names for those teams that didn't license the, their likeness out or whatever. If it had everything that that NCAA fourteen had, or what some of the features that Maximum Football had, would you still play it? Would you still get it? I would. I'll still get it. I'm not gonna lie. I'll still get it. I, I will. I, I'll play because I mean, my thing is. Um, I've always been a fan of the college uh, football game. And long as the gameplay is fine, I, I'll run it. I mean, my thing is, I, hell, let's see. They're going to have all the power fives in. I think they're going to have them. And I think they're going to have the group of five as well. So you're going to have uh, all of the, the top conferences. And then you're going to have um, the, the group of five, like the Mountain West, the Sun Belt, the MAC. Because I, I think they say it's going to be a total of 130 teams supposed to be in the game. So with that being said, if Georgia Southern is in the game, I probably would never play Notre Dame. I mean, I mean, I could put them on my schedule, but I mean, as of, you know, just in realistic terms, if I'm just playing a regular season within the confines of what Georgia Southern usually do, I probably would never play Notre Dame in my game. So in my seasons, so I I would get it for that. Now, obviously, if I was playing with um, USC or a team that plays Notre Dame every year, I, I I probably wouldn't get it because that that would probably suck. But um, yeah, for me, a guy like me, man, you can just set up the Sun Belt Conference, and I'll play a few you know games that are out of conference. I I probably won't even see Notre Dame on on my radar within you know the confines of my program. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that would be a blow. I don't see a lot of like like you said, Bills. You won't get it. A lot of other people probably won't buy it either. And I I I, I, I kind of I, I honestly don't blame. I can see myself getting it because it is another football game, and if it's on the level of a Madden next gen, along with all the elements that you talked about, DJ, as far as you know, dynasty mode and things like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I'd probably pick it up. I don't know if it would quite be a day one purchase, but um, you know, to have even five of those major schools out, that's just. I think five is five too many. If it, if it's just Notre Dame, then I'd be like, okay. Yeah, if but, it's one, then you know I can ignore an Alabama or because even or any of the things we name. But yeah, because see, even with me, if Georgia, if Georgia's not in the game, then it's going to be kind of tough. Because even with my Georgia Southern Dynasty on NCAA fourteen, I do schedule Georgia on my schedule at least two or three years apart. Because they're the big boy school and, and Georgia Southern always want to play Georgia, but you know, they, they don't want to play us, but you know, that's another story for another day. And but you know, for my for my dynasty, I, I, I rotate that team into my schedule at least every two or three years. So that would be a blow for me for my dynasty. 
Yeah, because I, I don't see Florida State opting out. They actually need this game to come out. <laughs> I have a press writer about that. <laughs> shoot, same with Maryland. Um, but I let's see. I definitely could see how it affects like other people because you're not just talking about just their name, their likeness. You're also their traditions, the band, and everything else that goes with a college football game. And it's like, if you're missing Notre Dame, you're missing the songs, you're missing the traditions. Then if uh, Ohio State, uh, you know, opts out or Alabama, or Florida, Clemson, the one team, all those gone. Just the like one, that. the one team that will be the one team that that will opt out that will make everything really, really bad. If Michigan opts out, because mm-hmm. not only Notre Dame uh, opts out, Michigan is Notre Dame, one of Notre Dame's biggest rivals. Yep. If both of those teams are out, you're gonna miss, you're gonna lose a lot of fan base that want to play against those two teams to play against each other alone. And I'm just talking about play now. I'm not talking about any dynasty or nothing, you will have people literally will play with Michigan just to play against Notre Dame just because. So if both of those teams do back out, that, that will be a really big problem. Now, But it's but, like I said about Pez, they, they're going to have to add, you know, let's say a Michigan drops out or a Notre Dame drops out, they're going to have to add, because obviously they'll probably have a placeholder that just won't have the likeness of those teams. I I would hope you'd be able to go in and at the very least change the name, maybe upload, you know, the logo. If not upload the logo, at least have a generic stadium that kind of looks like theirs. That's what Pez like, does like, like the team builder, like team builder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Pez Pez has generic stadiums that kind of look like some of the ones that they can't quite get in the game, and that's how they get around it. If they had that, then I'd be able to somewhat supplement that. But once again, not more than one or two teams. If Michigan and Notre Dame. Mm. That's yeah, like you said, that's that's very tough. Well, you right, and then and then on top of that, if Michigan backs out, Ohio State gonna sit here and be like, "Hey, we don't have our rival to play in the game either." If they back out, then it's going. They see that Quayface just said it, exactly. Ohio State fans would not like that if Michigan's not in the game. That will suck for them. You know what I mean? That's true. Now, you know now now you're talking about USC versus Notre Dame. That's another big rivalry. But here's the here's here's gonna be the confusion on my end. How much money did they take to to be in the Madden game as part of a uh, face of the franchise? And then all of a sudden, Which team? Uh, like your Clemson's. Uh, I know Florida State was in one year, and then they weren't in it. Then another year, uh, Florida was in it. And let's say one of those schools drops out, and it's just like. But wait a minute! But you were in the Madden game just last year. So what? What? What's the difference between the two? <laughs> so maybe it was I, a one-shot deal. I don't know. No, some of those schools have been in there for multiple years. Yeah, but I'm saying you're right. But I'm just saying that for them to be in Madden was probably a yearly contract, mm-hmm. like one con, one you know, one. It was a one-year deal each time. Because, like you said, one team was in, and another team that it was out. Probably just a one-year deal for each time they was in the game. But couldn't that do that for this football game? Yeah, they could. That makes it that, that also scratches the head. Like, why Notre Dame is not because you would think, especially with Notre Dame, it probably would be a year, one-year deal each time because they're independent. Right. So you, know, you would probably issue. think I was gonna say here's the issue we might run into. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, I don't think there's gonna be more than one college football game on the market, but I know how it is with FIFA where one game 
you'll have a team in, and the next year you won't have a team in. It's going to be stupid if one year you have this team that's in, and then the next year another team's like, I'm out. And then the next year a different team's like, I'm out. It's like they need to get to the point where they get all the teams in and they hold those licenses for an extended period of time because I got so tired of playing Pez and one year man using the next year they're not in. Then, you know, the next year Juventus isn't in FIFA. And then, you know, it's just like it kind of gets annoying. There's no continuity there. I would prefer, look, have all the teams in, even if you don't have the conference licenses. I don't even mm-hmm. care about, you know, I don't care about that. Um, just have all the teams. Yeah. Um, I think teams. um I know Quaif and not Quaif, but um complimentary X, are they making an NCAA basketball game too? As of right now, we have no idea. They haven't announced it yet. They haven't announced anything, so I have I have no idea if they're doing that. Uh it'd be really interesting to see, but I haven't I haven't heard anything about that. Um I wouldn't see. like it if it was based on how 2K does it in my career because they don't have the NCAA license, and that was one weird ass uh, tournament for the Final Four. Right, Jared Green says I, I I wouldn't like Notre Dame not being in the game, being a Tyler fan now that they're in the ACC. I don't think they're in the ACC now. I think yeah, they did just for that one year. One year, yeah. It would be nice for them it's to just, stay in the ACC because it was actually fun seeing thought, them there. But and they thought they could get a, a conference championship. <laughs> Clemson was like. Nope. <laughs> this is gonna. It would have been kind of. It would. It would have been kind of dope for them to get that that one year though, and just to have it. Yeah, it was just a one. It was just a one year players. deal. Um, for them because of COVID. Yeah, it was just mm-hmm. a one year deal for COVID. This is gonna suck for players with OCD, bro. Mm. If there's that one team that's not in the conference that you're trying to, you know. Mm. See, that's what I'm saying. It's like that's what I'm saying. Like people who want to play. Michigan versus Notre Dame. If Notre Dame's not there, Michigan fans are going to be upset because Hopefully everybody they don't have play. A placeholder and call it something else. Hopefully, mm-hmm. yeah, they're going to have to because I mean, not everybody plays like the dynasty mode like I do. Like for me, like I just said I play with Georgia Southern. I will never see Notre Dame. Probably never see them unless if I, you know, manufacture putting them in in my schedule. So I mean that that's the thing, you know. So. I, I think even if they put the placeholder, I don't think it would be a problem for me. I think it would be pretty neat. Um, I'm. I, There's another thing I want to say before we go to the next topic. Um, this team builder thing, how do y'all think that's going to work? Because it's kind of like one of the things that got EA in trouble. Has it been confirmed? They haven't confirmed that they could put it in the game, but I'm, I, I would think that they would. Hmm. I don't think think about it. Well. This is one of the things that got them in trouble. Actually, didn't one of the other like the the indie studios that like uh, Access didn't they almost get in trouble? Yeah, when they were trying to do the same thing. Yeah, with the NF, they almost got in trouble with the NFL. They didn't get in trouble, but see, I don't think I don't think these companies should be held responsible for what users create. They shouldn't. But you know what? What 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 happened was, yeah, what happened was. It wasn't necessarily the team builder thing. It was just a combination of everything else because what happened, EA got caught with their hand in the cookie jar. What EA did was they literally made the players in the game for these college games, college basketball, football. Uh, I'm not sure about baseball, but I know the basketball and the football games, they literally made these players in the games, and the only thing they didn't do was put their names on the back of the jerseys. 
They had their hometowns. They had their build. They even had their eye color. They had the the way their facial features look. They had everything but their name on the back of the jerseys. Like, um, for instance, I, I talked about this on the, um on my stream yesterday. Tim Tebow literally had him from his hometown. Had everything about him: his haircut, his face, his body build, the way that his uh, height, weight, everything. Everything about him but this name on the back of the jersey. Had his little beard, had the little crew cut and all in the game. And Ed O'Bannon saw that. And when Ed O'Bannon saw that, that he was in the basketball game, which, you know, I hate him for doing this because he ruined everything. He noticed that his likeness to the T was in the basketball game up until that his name wasn't on the back of jersey. And he decided to sue for that. EA would have won this in court, but the problem was, when they went back to buy these games, and I'm talking about the generic game, they didn't do anything to it. There was no roster updates. There were no um there were no um editing the rosters. They just popped the game in for the uh at the trial and said, "Look, this player has everything down to his um his likeness down to where he lived and where he was born, his hometown. The only thing they don't have his name on the back of the jersey." And that's what caused EA to get in trouble. But with the, the team builder was everything else, you know, how they do in court. When they find where there's smoke, they're fired. They want to stomp out every little bit of fire that's there. So they were saying, like, the team builder is an opportunity to do the same thing that y'all already been doing. So I don't think it's been shut down. It's just that I won't see – it would be interesting to see if they put it back up again because it wasn't necessarily the issue, but it was just another avenue to say, hey – this is another reason why you're being sued for this much money because it can be done. So I, I, I don't know. That's what I was asking. Do you think it'll come back? I think it should. You know, I mean, yeah, I don't know. If you don't have that, you're going to have like these placeholders. Like I'm looking at, I'm looking at uh Bill. Walsh. I'm looking at the site that has all the, the, the names, some of the placeholders. Bill Walsh. Yeah. yeah I got the got, game behind me. I just don't feel like going to get it. You got like South Bend state college. Tallahassee, uh, College Station. College Stephen, Station. That's Columbus. Penn State. Columbus uh, is Ohio State. And then Boston is in there. And that's, I would, I guess, UMass. But Yeah, that's UMass. That's UMass. So you're talking Syracuse. It, it, it's funny. They say Syracuse, but I think in the name they say New York or whatever. And it's just like if you don't have a team builder type of situation, that folks can customize the logos and team names and stuff like that, you're going to wind up with placeholders and they're going to lack the traditions and whatever. Quayface said, me being a Penn State fan, I'd be pissed if Michigan and Ohio State is not in the game. Exactly. It's a trickle-down effect. If one team is not there, it is a, right. like, for, like, for instance, let's say if Georgia was not in the game, people that like to play with Florida, they want, they're not going to like it. People who play with Auburn, they're not going to like it. Um, Georgia Tech, they're not going to like it. Clemson. A lot of people don't know. Clemson and Georgia has been rivals since the 80s. That would be another one that, that people won't like. Um, Villain in Black says, "I'm I, as a UCLA fan, I'm not fond of Ed. Ed, Ed O'Bannon could get these hands, bro. He fucked everything <laughs> up, bro. You, you know, it's funny. You could have disguised him as birthday looks because his birthday was uh, just the other day. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Like one for the goddamn Stuff I can't get mad at Ed O'Bannon as much as I love NCAA football. Here's stories from players like Chris Webber and how they got to split a sandwich with stuff. Yeah, now that's a whole different story. I, I, I totally understand that. 
because the NCAA has been making money off these guys hand over fist, especially with their likeness and their jerseys and stuff, but they can't get $5 because if they get $5 from somebody, they'll get kicked out of the school. It's ridiculous. I totally agree with that. Um, what was it? Peter Ward got in trouble for selling clothes. I, yeah. I think selling clothes or something. Ar- like Ar- Arian Foster could have got in trouble because Arian Foster he he um he confessed after the fact that he had he got paid when he was in Tennessee because he had no money. And then even uh, what was the uh, extreme uh, skier that uh, wound up? Uh, they challenged his amateur status because he was. He was he was in extreme sports, so he was competing there. So right. I think he wanted to play he wanted to play football, and mm-hmm. they was trying to disqualify him because of stuff like that. So it's just like he was he made a lot of money. I forgot. State, state of franchise sports that I'd rather players get paid. There was one athlete that had a YouTube channel, and they kicked him off the team because he was making money off of YouTube. Oh, the kicker. Yeah, yeah, I remember said, that. He's strong, I think was his name. Yeah, something like that. But that's ridiculous. Like, that has nothing to do with him being in school. I don't know. It's stupid. Yeah, that's – and I think – you know what? And it's good for Notre Dame to be like, you know what? I, 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 you know, it may sound a little hypocritical because it's like you're willing to take money to be in the game, but are you willing to pass that down to the students? Could That's, the, that's the question. That's the question. I'm like, do you want to say, well, we we provide scholarships? No, we need money. <laughs> right. Exactly. So. But it's going to be interesting to see if any other teams decide to back out or whatever the case may be. Hopefully, it won't be too many. But honestly, I do see maybe at least two more. I that that's my personal opinion, my gut feeling, and I said that um. The, on a, on my stream yesterday, I said, Quayface asked, do I see other teams doing it? I say at least two to four more teams are probably going to do it. That's just my gut feeling. So I wouldn't be not, not be surprised. Jared says, when they want to take Reggie Bush shit down because he was receiving money on the side. Yeah, I mean, that whole thing was so crazy, and USC had to suffer for something that happened, what, almost at the time, eight, nine years ago? Reggie Bush was gone. Lindell White was gone. Uh, Pete Carroll was gone by then. It was... It was, it was ridiculous. I, I I don't know. Um, let's 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 talk a little bit of Madden, man. Let's talk a little bit of Madden. I played Madden yesterday. I had fun. I I can't even lie. I've been having fun with Madden even before I stopped playing it back in November. But I finally went back to it because I said, you know what? These modes, it is what it is. I'm gonna play it. See how the people respond. It had a pretty good stream. Really good stream. Both games were really good. One was competitive. The second game was not so much. But um, I enjoy playing the game. So um, let's do a little bit of Q&A. Let's just talk about Madden for a little bit in general and uh, where it's going forward. Um, I do see myself playing the game more. Um, I'm probably going to be streaming it more throughout the weeks ahead and probably get ready for Madden 22. And uh, at the end of the day, I think these games have a lot of value in it where you can actually have fun with it, flaws and all. And I think... Uh, even, you know, not just me, but uh, I know there's a lot of other people just kind of been in a situation where they overlook what's in the game, where you actually enjoy for what it is. They 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 find some things in the game that are a little bit, uh, that are a little bit 
yeah, I can say a little bit, but they're not significant, but they make it a mountain out of a mole and it rules the entire experience. Bills, I want you to go first because you've been playing Madden more than any of us. How do you feel about that? How more people just like not really just trying to find a, a middle ground to say, hey, I can enjoy this, uh, or they just have refused to play it because of the small things and they deprive themselves of playing a decent game? Oh, uh, well, first off, shout out to OG in the chat. Uh, this has been yeah, I see him too. Nothing to shred thus far, but if we get into All Star reserves, trust me, there will be plenty to shred. We get to the last night's Lakers game. Oh yeah, um, as far as Madden Twenty One, um, look, I, I I completely agree with people like DJ. I I can see where folks like DJ are coming from one hundred percent. Um, if you're a person who loves franchise mode, and you've seen the less than incremental changes they've been putting into the mode after promising to put things in the mode, then, you know, you have no reason to touch the game. Um, but judging the game for what it is, especially on the football field next gen, it's exceptional. Um, you know, I see people like Smitty, shout out to Smitty, but yeah, you know, I see people like Smitty sharing these rant videos about Madden and yada, yada, yada. And that's fine. People are entitled to their opinion, but don't let those videos fool you. Madden 21 Next Gen is exceptional. Oh, it yeah, listen, I, I'm still playing current gen and I'm having a blast with it. Yeah, and, and Madden 21 Next Gen is that much better. Um... So, you know, I don't know what to tell people. If if they're going to tell me that Madden 21 on the field is not a damn good game next gen, then we have nothing to talk about. Because if you can't at least admit that, then there's no reason for us to even have a conversation. Um, But, yeah, I can, I can understand why folks aren't um, – I can understand why f- – what the fuck is going on? My His lights are going out. I can understand – Apparently, I can understand why I can understand why folks um, ignore some of the improvements because of how overbearing the issues are with the game. The thing is, I tend to look at things with some middle ground. What's the good? What's the bad? And I think that the good outweighs the bad in that game. Um, especially next gen. I can't even go back to playing uh, last gen. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, I, I played it last night, and I really enjoyed it. I had fun playing it, and everything was pretty cool. I, I literally was, um, I, I really was enjoying the game for the most part. I mean, there, there was like out of all, out of all both games I played, there was one play where I ran for a touchdown that was pretty wonky. Now we go back and think about this one play. Out of two full games, I played 12-minute quarters. So we're talking about over maybe 70, 140, probably about 135 plays. There was one play that was, like, really jacked up. And there was another play that was questionable because a guy dropped the he dropped the pass in the end zone and it was, in the, it was picked off. It looked kind of weird, but it does make sense. It, it could happen. But that one play that that played that touchdown I had earlier, the, the one after that was really, really crazy. But if we're talking about one play over a span of two games, 12 minute quarters, where both games you're probably playing, you're probably running like 70 plays. That's that, that's that's a pretty good ratio when you have like 130 something plays in one play that was out of whack. I I mean, well, here's it, the other it, thing. Is, some, is something here's wrong with that? Thing, yeah. 
Well, here's the other thing, VF, and, and, and DJ can attest to this. DJ, stop me if I'm if I'm lying here. Now, mind you, I, I put up next gen that villain in black put, but I'm playing no. current gen. So that's just no, but, for current gen. But I'm saying, but but stop me if I'm lying, DJ. Now I'll be playing 2K and mind you, I'm playing on a custom roster. I'll play it on custom sliders. And I'll be like, why the fuck is this game playing like this? Right? Now, now, how can I do that on 2K? And people don't want to accept this because they give 2K a long leash based on my league. I get it, but let's stay consistent here. Mm-hmm. If I can create a roster on 2K and have those issues still, and I haven't touched a roster on Madden, and I don't have these issues, what does that tell you about next-gen Madden versus next-gen 2K? It tells you Madden's in a much better place gameplay-wise than people want to give it credit for it. But the reason they don't want to give it that credit is because on the other side, you have 2K who's doing a shit ton of work in their my league and they have that foundation built. And I think people let the lack of franchise mode cloud their judgment overall about the game. And that's the issue that I have when people talk about Madden and when they talk about 2K on the other side, because you don't hear a lot of criticism about 2K offline this year. And I think that's part of the issue is that people refuse to talk about the gameplay issues that 2K has next gen. Um, especially without sliders and their tendency person being a fucking idiot. Um, and, you know, that, so it's like when we talk about Madden, you know, everybody, everybody talks about Madden in this, you know, you know, it's like, it's almost like if DJ slapped the fuck out of his former boss after he asked for a recommendation to the next job. Of course, the boss is going to say nothing but the negative shit that DJ, you know, has done because that's the last impression he got was his his hand print on his fucking cheek, right? That's Madden. Madden has its handprint on their cheek. So every time you ask him about Madden, it's, oh, you know, in franchise mode. Like, well, isn't the gameplay good? No, franchise mode. It that's literally what it is every time. But you have people like VF, right? Who's a huge franchise guy. You have people like me. I'm a huge franchise guy too. And I'm saying that yes, I agree with y'all. But let's not let's not pretend like the gameplay issues are what they were, you know, seven, eight years ago. Because that's just simply not true. Um go ahead, DJ. You know what? I, I laugh because metaphorically, I did exactly that. <laughs> so I would never ask my former employer from back in 2014 any recommendation because basically, when you accuse somebody of doing some illegal shit, that's basically what happened. So yeah, that's never ask for them for any recommendations. But anyway, man is like everybody's uh, ex-girlfriend says, so or like ex-wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's how far it goes with some some people. It, yeah, but anyway, but as far as Madden is concerned, I'm like I'll say it time and time again, and I'll say it here again. It, um, I've never really had any complaints about the gameplay at this point in juncture. It's always Bill's highlighted this. It's always been about the modes and making sure that you flesh out the modes because you can have the great gameplay, but if if you don't have a mode that really showcases the gameplay, because you're talking about, okay, mutt, it it showcases the gameplay, and yes, you have fun, but you're playing each other online. You have these online leagues and stuff like that, but that's all user-generated stuff. You got to put in some work 
and give us something that, you know, not just people can play online that has, because you're talking about online franchise and offline franchise yep. that doesn't get any type of love. Yeah, you may give uh, administrators their controls and stuff like that, but you still don't have stuff like um, wear and tear injury systems in place. You don't have proper uh, coaching staffs. You have coaching carousels. They're in other games like NHL, but within the same organization, but you don't have it in your game. And just, just a few years ago, you guys talked about sharing ideas and, and, and making sure that these games were consistent with one another. So um, how about the basics? Like, Preseason sub logic. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like at this point with the franchise mode, they just have to, they can take the good of what they have right now, but then they have to go back to the basics. Um, go back to what made Madden 12's franchise the last of its kind in Madden. And then you also got to think about the fact that now you're going to be making a college football game. And you're gonna have to work on the mode now because oh, you're not gonna about it. you're not gonna be able to take advantage of mud in that game. So if you're able, if you can get it that close to where now you made dynasty mm-hmm. mode in college for this upcoming college football game, probably the best it's ever been. But you still skip on Madden, then it's gonna be like you know, f you. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, right, I'm gonna tell you right now, the college football dynasty mode is gonna be gonna do circles around franchise mode. I already see that coming. But to, just to talk to Jared about the differences between current gen and, and next Bye. gen, uh, the movement, the movement is the big, the big difference. Uh, Quayfe said the movement's different. The movement is the biggest difference, and it changes everything. Because when the movement on every single player on the field is different, that means that the game moves different. It's it's slower. It's more realistic. The players are all more weighted. And the two, <laughs> the two-player animations are a lot more logical the way they play out, that's and um, that's really it. I mean, you know, it, it, people would be amazed how much player movement would, you know, Not transform right. a game. But you know, I we said this on the podcast. We said that player movement will make the game feel different, if nothing else. Um, so yes, player movement is a big factor. The tackling system has been um, improved upon. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that you can think about on current gen that are kind of wonky that were smoothed out on next gen. Um, and then they carried everything that they did well on last gen, like offensive and defensive line interactions, and they brought it into, you know, next gen. So that's why I agree with DJ. Gameplay is in a good spot right now. We're not saying to leave it alone. Right. But we're saying, you know, at some point, you have to go all in on your modes because gameplay is not at dire straits the way people are making it seem. But whenever we hear you guys talk, it's always about gameplay. Whenever we see an update, it's about gameplay. Um, you know, it, it makes me wonder. Or yeah, it makes me wonder what are you guys doing during. I, like what, what? What are you? You're just sitting there twiddling your thumbs. Like, you didn't add anything, right? I mean, your updates, your updates, your franchise updates 
didn't add anything major. You added something that was a requirement, which is the new league playoff format. Well, Merry fucking Christmas. You were supposed to have that in because it's a league requirement. But what are you going to add shit in the franchise mode that we've been asking for, even if it is just two or three things? And that's what we talked about. It's the lack of effort. I'm going to tell you something. Transparency. I'm going I'm to tell you something that would really make this game. And I, I don't know, maybe it's under the hood because I, I did feel a little difference ever since I've been playing Madden 21. If they had confidence of morale actually change the way players played on the field, that will make a big, big difference because they used to have that back in the day. They do it in MLB to show and they need this in a football game because some people who have low, uh, um, like low morale or whatever the case may be, they may not play up to their potential and it could become a liability and it could be something that you can exploit when you're playing against a team. They, I mean, don't, I mean, that happens in sports and they don't have, it's like everybody on the, on the field is somewhat of a, of a robot and they just play within their ratings. And it's not like, oh, their Raiders may have dipped because of this, that, and the third. Like, I was playing NCAA 08. After an interception, my quarterback that was an 82 overall went down to a 78 just because he he's not doing well. And, and there are times you may have to pull somebody because they're not doing – there's no personnel or logistic change where you have to change personnel just to try to get a better outcome with your team. It could Whoa. be – a running back with the hot hand or a quarterback that's playing good or somebody who's just catching everything one night or, 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 or one game. Well, it doesn't I seem mean, to be like that. They, well, when you, when you take out shit that you had in like hot and cold streaks, because you claim that right. the, the, the ramifications were too drastic. Well, fix the fucking ramifications and balance them out. No, we're going to take it out. Just like 2k. Why'd you take the one, three, one out? Well, it was exploitable. Well, fix it. What the fuck? Are you like, you just take it out. Like, like your pick and roll was exploitable. You just take that out. You can't call a pick anymore. That's fucking ridiculous. So that's why, you know, I ask once again, if you're saying something's exploitable, why don't you work on it and implement it? You can't tell me that an entire cycle leaves you with not being able to find a way to fix it and implement it when you already had it in the game. And at one point it was working very well. I mean, this is why we get a scenario engine where there are no negative ramifications to missing your goals. This is why we get a scenario engine that doesn't affect ratings in any way. Uh, you know, the, the teams don't have any type of quarterback competitions. They don't have any positional battles. You know, all that shit kind of happens under the hood, but you have a social media page that you don't use. Right. You have a social media ticker. You have a you have a score ticker. You have all these things that you could use to tell that story in multiple ways, and you refuse to do it. And that's the issue. You know, the scenario engine, they talked about it introducing a bunch of new, you know, scenarios to franchise mode when really – you know, it's just somebody complaining about touches, and then you can give him all the touches in the world, and he might pitch the next game. Madden because it has no awareness of what's happening in your franchise. Good, bro. Madden 08 literally had an underachiever trait in Madden. They actually had a team distraction trait. They also had um, an injury prone trait that that will render them only good for like one year contracts. 
Mm. They, they would literally, like, seriously, they would literally be used for one year or they'll use for um, depth chart purposes where they'll just put them on the team and the CPU themselves would not put them on the field. They're just filling their roster. Like, and stuff the- like that, stuff like that is amazing. And they, you don't see that type of stuff anymore. When I'm running a franchise, that's what I want to do. If I want to take on this guy who has problems, but he's talented, I will have to I have to deal with the ramifications. They don't do that anymore. And I've talked to DJ about this in 2K. I think they should have negative traits in 2K and negative badges, and they don't have them. Why? The, the, I issue agree. Is, the issue is, though, you know, when you have a morale system and a confidence system and things like that in 2K, then it kind of makes up for it. You don't really need those badges, but Madden right. doesn't have either. They don't bro, have either. Bro, players will literally get mad at you as the coach, or they will get mad at the, um, at the owner if you put a certain person or too many people on the trading block. Yeah. And that would affect and that would affect how well, Yep. And that would affect how they play when you play in the in the season. Now 2K, they do have not on the players, but on the coaching staff, they do have negative badges that pop up. So like if you that right now, that it, it would be it's perfect for I guess my NBA on next gen because you can throw those elements in with your franchise mode and don't have to be like all in my GM versus right now you have to play the separate my GM to really get those things. But it also, like, if you think about it, it affects things like they have a rumor part of their, of their page as far as with news. And if you hear something like, Oh, it looks like so-and-so is looking at, you could check your coaching staff, your, your management staff front office to see if anybody has that little red mouse symbol, under them, maybe they're the little uh, rat that's just giving away little tidbits about what's going on inside the organization that you didn't want let out. But that's so. but that's the thing. It's just like when you think about all these years that Madden's basically ignored their franchise mode. We just named two things that would transform the mode without them even overhauling really anything else. And, see, and they are the confidence, slash morale, and and being able to literally see these things play out on the ticker and in the roster uh portion of the game and all of those things it doesn't take i don't think it takes that much to add that and this is the thing everything that i've mentioned was in madden i'm not talking about the stuff that's in 2k like i still like look i I, i'm not no fake y'all know i play these games i still stream them i still got them right here these two games right here well god damn i knew my son did this. Look how dirty this damn thing is. Just see that? <laughs> no, we can't. Jesus like, Christ. Let us know you have a dirty... Uh... <laughs> All right, like, Jesus Christ. Well, anyway, um, I still play the... And this is another one I've been playing. This right here. This that. game has the same system as far as suspensions and morale as the football game. And I, I forgot all about it. You can get players suspended in college basketball game. So I've been playing this as well. Look, bro, it brings a whole do not a whole new dynamic to running a program, running a dynasty. The gameplay don't have to be top notch. I just want to be able to try to win a dynasty, a win a championship, going through the things that happen on and off the court. No, I don't want like a whole outside of the Sims thing or whatever. But I wanted to be under the umbrella of what things that actually happen, real injuries. Players want to transfer. Players um uh getting in trouble. Players um just not performing well. 
that that happens when you're running a dynasty. I want to be able to go inside of the roster on the roster page and, like I said, in 2K, see these things play out. I've gone into a franchise just to see what the effects would be if I trade away players around a star player and his morale will start to go down because of what are we doing? That chemistry meter will go down immediately. Yeah, and he'll just be looking around like, okay, so – you, like, like, just like if, if you if you take the Trailblazers and you trade away CJ McCollum and then you trade away Carmelo and you trade away Nurkic and Lillard's like, what the fuck? So, so then you can go onto the page and they'll tell what the morale is. He they'll have a designation not, for it and a sentence about you know why. Sometimes he, he at least for the first few games he should not be playing up to his potential. After that, if something like that happens, oh, he should not be. You'll see it. Yeah, you'll see. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Cross the page, and you'll see a whole bunch of red arrows pointing. Red arrows pointing down. down yeah. <laughs> right, they literally see, have the red arrows pointing down. And see, that's the type of stuff that needs to be done. That's the type of stuff that you would like to see in Madden because those things happen. A player gets injured. Let's say if a left tackle gets injured, what do you think that left guard is going to be? He's going to be rattled because he doesn't have his anchor beside him. Now he's going to have to take more of the blocking responsibilities because the backup's coming in in the backup ain't worth a damn. So now the left guard is going to be like, oh, I got to play against this guy. I got to play alongside this guy. He's no good. And the starter's out. Mm -hmm. Now it kind of, it kind of depletes the entire line. And then it may, and it it, 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 then it may start uh, affecting other people on the team. That, that always, that is always the case when stuff like that. You know what? The next level because remember, I, I thought I saw some animations, not in this current iteration of like 2K or even in live. I would think that the next iteration of player morale to have stuff play out on the court, like and FIFA has it. Yeah, oh, that's right. And FIFA has it. That's what's crazy. FIFA players has will, like it. start arguing amongst themselves, and yeah. it's like and you see this, like especially in the lower level sports uh, leagues, like I. Playing semi-pro football, I used to have teammates fighting each other. <laughs> like when the crowd, when the crowd, when the crowd gets too loud, the crowd mm-hmm. gets too loud and they can't hear the play. What does the quarterback do when that receiver drops the ball? He runs up to him, pats him on the head. What are you doing? Why are you dropping the pass? And it, and it, it changes. But, but in FIFA, you can see the shit real time. Like yes. I've seen a guy, I've seen a guy be open. You don't pass the ball to him. You turn it over. The guy will react and be like, "What the fuck." Yeah, you and, that. and that <laughs> is like, crazy. Yeah, real time. It's not a cut scene. You can see it. You'll see the guy pause and be doing an animation. If you pause and go to replay, you're like, oh shit, like this dude is he's like that should happen in Madden. You should have a guy that's disgruntled. Maybe you traded for a guy at his position and now he has to compete for his job. And then you know he doesn't have a very good game. It should play out on the field. You know, 2K really doesn't have that either but it would be nice if they added that element too because like i said you can go into the roster and you can see it you traded i've traded for guys at you know a player's position that was a top three player on the team and he'd be like well what does this mean does it mean that i get pushed out of the starting lineup and their rating will go down and the only reason why i mentioned this because even though you said it's a cut scene you gotta understand this game was made in 2007 but still regardless the only reason why i'm mentioning this because it happened before oh yeah it's yeah. not because it's nothing that I'm making up. Like right. if, if the crowd is too loud, they can't hear the audible. They run the wrong route. The quarterback chastises the receiver. Yeah. And their then their chemistry goes down. I ain't gonna say the chemistry, but the morale of the receiver goes down because he messed up. 
his his rating goes down because he didn't run the right route or when he actually tried to catch the ball he dropped the pass no it, I, it mean, oh go ahead i was going to say i remember seeing some instances that if you do like when you do hit the timeout button and you'll see the quarterback angrily go like this like right Right, right, exactly. You want to see stuff like that happen on the field, play out real time. That's, That's why, for example, FIFA, you see it happen in real time. Those <laughs> games, those games back then had so much emotion and so much passion in them. Those players didn't feel like robots on the field. Like with Madden, yeah, you get a, you, you might sack the quarterback. You get to do the little prompt to do a dance or whatever. But it's not the same because you're doing it. Back then, it was like when they did it, they just did it organically. So it's like, oh, this, this player got some attitude. You know, it, it, it's those type of things that, that that's immersive. When you see them organically do things out of the blue. Like if you see, and I think that's one thing that um kind of hurt Madden in general because I, I know DJ can attest to this. I know Bills, you probably can as well. Like back in the PS2 days, we didn't have to worry about user catching because based on the caliber of the player, they did the right animation most of the time. So when you had a receiver that was 6'5 or 6'4, he would go up to catch the ball compared to somebody who was smaller. You didn't have to do a user. Now you have to do it because I think it's more of a, a competitive side of Madden. They, you know, most competitive players want to do it. But when they did their own type of catch, it gave them an identity because this receiver is going to make this type of catch, but this catch, this receiver is not. So I'm not going to put this receiver in this position. Oh, I want to draft the receiver like him because that animation is somewhat locked to that player. Case in point, once again, remember back in uh, Madden 07 or Madden 08, the scat back had a different type of juke move to break a tackle compared mm-hmm. to the big running back who tried to run you over. Those were naturally done. It wasn't nothing that we did. And it gave them an identity, you know. Is you don't see that no more. But like now in Madden, now in Madden, you see like even the small running backs try to run everybody over. But that's the issue with next gen is like all this shit matters, but off the field is where it doesn't. Like, like if you have a big receiver, trust me, you're gonna get that animation on the goal line where he's gonna. Oh yeah. Like, like all of them make sense. And now you can make a lot more back shoulder throws on next yep. gen. All this shit is is it's a thing, but the issue is there's no dynamic, you know, there's no dynamic occurrences because off the field it just it doesn't matter. Like on the field they play like their real life counterparts, but you know if you're playing a CPU team that doesn't adjust on the fly to you, you know, throughout the course of a season. Then it doesn't matter if 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 a guy fumbles three times in a game and it's not benched. If a quarterback throws five picks and is not benched, if you know if none of that shit matters, then you feel like you're just playing a roster. You, you're not playing a yep. fucking. You know. You're not playing a team. You're just playing a bunch of guys that's on the field. NCAA. I was playing against Nebraska when I was playing NC State Dynasty. They benched the quarterback as I picked them off twice. The coach was having none of it. Like, like the coach benched him after, like the, after the second quarter. He threw two picks. He was done. He put the other guy. I mean, obviously they were right. down by like they were down like by uh, seventeen at the point. But still, he wasn't having none of it. The, the starter had to go, and that's what you like to see. Like, give us an identity. Some coaches may not want to do that. Some coaches do, but that identity say that's the difference between a Nebraska and an Iowa, or that's the difference between North Carolina and North Carolina State. You know, you would like to see those type of things. And, and 2K does a pretty good job. I know DJ talks they about do. it a lot. 
DJ talks about a lot with his my league. Like you literally feel like you're playing a different team every time you go up against somebody. And these are small things. Like we just named three things that are very small things. Confidence and morale being affected by game situations. Coaches adjusting to game situations. This shit isn't rocket science. Once Those again, two things alone could transform Madden's franchise mode without even doing all the other shit like halftime shows and right. weekly. Without even doing that shit, just having awareness of what's happening in a game as a coach, as a CPU coach, and players adjusting on the fly and having their ratings, you know, affected by situations that alone will transform the mode without doing the rest of the gimmicks and shit that people want. There's no reason why the slant route should continuously be working throughout the entire game. There's no reason for that. And for every type of receiver to be able to run. And for for every team, there's no reason. Because I can tell you, I hated running the slants. And every time I, every time they, somebody would call me to run a slant, I dreaded it. Every moment, every time, and it was like, "Look, I'm a small guy. I don't need to be running slants all the time." <laughs> so that would mean my confidence running that route is already low. But then the morale starts to kick in, where it's just like you keep running me on these routes, and then that's going to affect my physical health and at, at some point where wow. I will wind up getting hurt. <laughs> and this is also coming from people like us, DJ, who play NHL and see the dynamic adjustments that the computer makes to what we are doing offensively oh, and defensively. And that's what I'm saying. NHL has done a phenomenal job with that ever since back as far back as I can remember. Like I still play in, in NHL 14 and they do that. So but AI like, learning, right? The AI learning slider is like yeah major because you know they will literally like within seconds depending on where you put the slider like within possessions they will be able to say okay he's forcing the puck you know up the uh, up the boards like we're not gonna let him get on the outside now because they're getting good scoring opportunities in madden it should be that simple fuck he's completed this slant route three times on this drive what are we gonna do about it Y'all do realize that even in the arcade games, the teams do adjust. Yeah. In in, in NFL Blitz, the teams, I'm, I'm dead serious when I said, in NFL Blitz, the teams do adjust in, on, on certain things that you do. And it, it's crazy that Madden don't even do that. But I mean, I did a Sunday coming, retro stream when that happened. But not even adjusting. How about come out in a strategy? I told DJ the other day, I got to give credit where it's due. The AI is starting to get back to what it was on last gen. I mean, I came out, I was using the Lakers. They came out doubling AD on the very first possession. The same thing when I use the Sixers, they doubled AD uh, and beat on the first possession. So it's like they don't even come out with strategies to stop players, let alone adjusting on the fly and then eventually doing it. Like, I need you to come out with strategies. Like, if it's a Randy Moss, obviously he's not in the league anymore, but, you know, if it's a Randy Moss or a Tyreek Hill, I guess, you know, you're playing off man. Like, mm-hmm. you're not pressing that man because, you know, it, it's just not smart. You're going according to not his ratings, but what he's capable of, and his abilities. And it's funny because Richard Sherman, I know he was he, he gave a lot of compliments to uh, McLaurin, but he routed out two things that teams do to him. Um which is bracket and cloud. Right. You got to start talking to these players and getting the lingo in the game. They haven't even put in edge edge rusher for the position. 
that's the latest. That's now what they call defensive ends or or outside linebackers. And well, I mean, I mean, it's, it's it's like a, it's not even that's what they call them. They're like a a, a whole new um position now. Oh, like you have a defensive end, and then you have an edge rusher, then you have an edge, then you have a, an edge rusher that plays linebacker. It's like pretty much, it's pretty much because you have a morphing of the outside linebacker and the defensive ends. Because you right. see, like when teams change the defense from four three to three four, their def- their defensive ends are now outside linebackers. They're standing up now. The, the edge, no matter what defense they're playing yeah. in, so that's who they are. Yeah, they're they're, they're standing they're standing up now. They're not they're not on the line. They're standing up. And the thing is, on next gen, so a lot of the stuff works. It's just the fact that the computer doesn't do it enough. Like I remember hearing Tom Brady talking to Super Bowl. I was watching like one of the access things and on the NFL Films page on YouTube, and he was saying, "Look, they're playing tight man. We already know what they're going to be doing. We need inside releases every time, and just get on your horse and 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 beat them off the line." But You know, in Madden, so many times you don't see teams that are unapologetic about running man or unapologetic about running one coverage. They kind of have no method to their madness. Situationally, the plays make sense, but there's no identity team to team. So, you know, it's one of those situations on Madden where, yeah, you can know that because of the route that a guy's running, he needs to get an inside release in order for you to have a better chance of, you know, completing it. But at the same time, if you know that a team is going to do that, it makes it even more satisfying. Not just play to play, but like literally we came into this game knowing this is what they were going to run. And that's the key. It's like on 2K, if you come in knowing that they're going to double and bead, which I did, you start to find your shooters quicker. And in 2K, now they're helping off of the bad shooters. They helped off of Simmons. So it made it even more difficult. So if I'm using KC and I know that they're going to bracket you know, uh, they're going to bracket Tyreek Hill, then, you know, I should be able, I should have to adjust to that. But playing these teams, you don't feel any difference. You don't know what they're going to do coming into the game because they just kind of depend. It's like I said, you're playing against a roster. You're not playing against a team. You're not playing. Yeah, you literally, you literally have to make, yeah, you literally have to make the adjustments yourself to make it feel different. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean, and 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 that's the that's the more unfortunate thing. Uh, Complimenter said I spent a lot of time adjusting sliders. I made Madden 19 more playable, added more animations as well. I got a question about that: Is um real player movement still in that game, or uh, whatever happened to? Because that was like one of the best things to do. Say, with Madden they took 19. it out when we were playing it. Yeah, it's yeah, big that, yeah, that <laughs> shit. That shit sucked. Um, I don't know. I, I just think at the end of the day, man. When you have good games, you know, it's, it's always good to bring those up. And we always, I, I feel like this is a good reason to um, talk about them and compare them to the other games that we play. Because Man 21 has the potential to be a really good game. It's just, to me, it just feels incomplete. You know, Madden play, I mean, on the field, it plays nice. But like you said, Bills, it feels like you're just playing against a bunch of guys. There's no difference in some of the things that they do. And that's and, uh, the question. How can you watch playoff football and not think that adjustments on the fly is something that should be in a game? Right. How can you watch the playoffs in any sport, really, and not notice the clear adjustments? That, we talked about it on the podcast with Todd Bowles, right? This is We have this discussion about adjustments. And then in Madden, you don't see those adjustments. You don't see the identity of the team you're playing against. And it's like you said, you're playing against – a roster of guys with ratings. You're playing against ratings, 
and a roster. You're not playing against a team. You're not playing against a team with an identity. It's just numbers against numbers. And, you know, yeah, it plays a good brand of football, but there's no dynamic occurrences in the game as a result of that because no team has an identity. It's just, okay, well, you know, this guy's man coverage rating is going to shut down this guy's route running rating, and that's pretty much it. That's like, uh, what is it? Like, when you're playing, you see the same safety blitz. What's the play, What's the movement before when you know that play is coming? One safety, that safety moves down. Why not? How many times can we, like, it's it's a challenge for the, the developers and whatever to say, okay, I know you're calling a safety blitz, but how can we disguise so the player has to figure out where that blitz is coming from. It may not come from that guy who moves up, or they may not move at all, or they may be in a shell, and then it just happens. Well, the issue is we, we've we seen people say they don't want to see dynamic AI. That's what I'm saying. They're and not and that's, why, <laughs> that's why they want the play ran exactly how it's drawn up. And if, you know, the safety blitzes, like, you know <laughs> – that's what's crazy is I can go back and play in NFL 2K5, and just because I call two-man under, just because I call two-man doesn't mean everybody's going to be playing at the same depth. Right. Soon as, soon as, as, soon as, as soon as that play is ran, if they see somebody that's out of um, that's running past them or somebody that's open, they'll, they'll break off that, that play. But if I'm playing against Randy Moss, they're not pressing him. Like, I don't have to make any adjustments. And it's not that I don't want to have to. It's that the players are aware of the fact he's the fastest player in the field. And if I'm called two men under, yes, there's technically a depth that they're supposed to play at. But based on that team setup and based on the player that they're defending, some guys are going to be pressing and some guys are going to be off. And yeah, they're going to they're going to be at least they're going to be they're going to be off at least five to seven on Randy Moss pretty much every pretty much every time. You know what's funny? It should like. This is where it goes into player morale and player whatever hot and cold streaks. If that player understands they want to back off, but you continue to have them press and they're like fighting the system. See, we have these players that are supposed to be scheme fits and stuff like that. All it is is a multiplier, a multiplier of their XP. XP, right. It's not a hot, cold streak. It's not a morale. It's It's not a real fit. Whatever, it's just oh, I'll just get more points. That's it. I'll still get points, but I'll in get other words, in other words, if you have a possession receiver and it fits your scheme, all it does is the more possession catches they get, the bigger the XP will be. It's not because they're good at possession receiving, and it's good to have them on your team because your game plan is ran that way. No, if they catch the ball with the possession catch, they will get more XP. That's basically right. what it is. But like that's if you have, crazy. Oh, you, have the, you have those possession guys running bombs all the time. It's just like that, but that's not why I'm where, where, where is your clothes, sir? And that's oh, your boy. But that's what kills me about madness. Like I go back to NFL 2K5 and I think about all the different coverage shells that we saw. Within the plays that you would call, like yeah. okay, I, I dare anybody. If you still have access to NFL 2K5 and any, my, my, my son is handing out autographs. So if y'all want his autographs, <laughs> he's handing out autographs. But anybody who has NFL 2K5 still and and can play it, 
go to practice mode and call two men and see how many different shells they come out with come out in see how many different alignments they come out with in within that coverage they'll they'll come out with one guy pressing no they'll come out with two guys pressing and one guy off they'll come out with everybody off based on you know let's say it's well based down. on your personnel like if you have like instance, yeah like say for instance for me i play with the falcons like with peerless price because he's on the falcons they will play off on him Brian Finneran, they'll play up on him because even though he's a bigger physical guy, he's not that fast. So they'll still try to bump and run him. But um, people who don't else want that, and yeah. that's the unfortunate thing. They want, well, you know, they should be the generic five yards everybody off. It, it, you know, they should be the generic five yards off. If I call two men, everybody should be the same depth. No, like that's the issue. The, you know, you want to know why Madden plays the way it plays, honestly, with no adjustments? Because people on Mutt want to play roster versus roster. That's really why they want to play roster versus not only that bills, you know, the real problem, all the stuff we just talked about, you know, why this stuff is not in the game, because I'm going to tell you something, even with NBA live 19 DJ has been playing this recently. Yeah. I just exposed him, but he told on himself earlier, <laughs> even with that game, that game has traits. That game has differentiation of players because different things that they can do. Gold, silver, and bronze traits. They only have like X factors in Madden just to show they can do a different animation. But the problem with this game, the reason why you don't have all of this is because the tournament guys don't want it. Like you said, they want to be, they want to play straight up. What that formation says, they need to run it this way. Whatever this defense says, they need to do it like this because I picked this play. I don't care if Keanu O'Neal is a ball hawk and he's going after the ball. I want him to be here. No, you need to play within your team confines of what they do and don't do. If you have a gunslinger at quarterback, don't be mad if he overthrows your receiver. But I just I don't I mean what what the hell? I mean, why are you mad? Like, oh, I I you're like, no, I want um I want Matthew Stafford to be pinpoint on every pass. No, it doesn't work like that. He's going to overthrow a few people just because. It, it's, it's, That's it's, what kills uh, me is um, I talked to DJ about this the other day. I was playing 2K, and I'm like, bro, I never noticed how beautiful it was to see everybody playing different assignments and doing different things within a play within the same defense. Because I was looking at one guy getting denied off ball. You throw the ball into the post and a guy's backing off of his man to block the entry pass. Then because a guy is cutting through the lane to the opposite side to create that void because the pass, the entry pass can't be made. He comes back to the top of the key. All of that is dynamic. They're adjusting on the fly. And none of it feels contrived and none of it feels like, cookie cutter shit and madden like i said you come out in two men it's one shell make no mistake about it everybody's gonna be five yards off and that's it or mm-hmm. actually because it's two men everybody presses that's how it is in madden two men everybody presses no safeties over the top they all play off that's it shouldn't be that way no nah, you're right in two, right. In two K, like I say, even even, yeah. even even in my my um even in my raiders dynasty you got williams who's six four two twenty you got Henry Ruggs, who's like 5'10", 180. And they they uh, press up on them on certain defenses the same way. 
that Henry Ruggs, you you have there's no business for you to be up on him, uh, man to man, close up on Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs is gonna run right past you. There's no reason for that. But there's some cases where they do that, and I I beat him over the top every time. It it should not be like that. And that's the thing, like. What is the likelihood of you playing a game as the Chiefs and having the CPU version of Tampa Bay employing the strategy they had against Casey? Slim to fucking none. But the thing about it is, if the CPU was smart enough, they would try to not necessarily run that same type of defense, but they'll have some type of wrinkle that'll play different. You know what I'm saying? It'll be something that'll be different. Knowing like, hey, if this receiver is doing all of this, um... Oh man, what game is that? Uh, well, I know they do it in March Madness, but there are some games that they'll tell you who to look out for, and you need to uh, do a better job of covering them throughout the week. Um, NFL Two K Five does that in their weekly preparation. But in Two K, that's what I'm saying. It's like you know, I'm sure DJ will tell you all the games he plays in my league and games I've played in my league. There's certain times that teams have just said, we're going to take Joel and beat away in games I've played. We're just not going to allow you to do anything with him. You're just going to have to win without him. They'll like be unapologetic about it. And then, you know, if, if he starts finding shooters, they'll change the strategy again. Then they'll come back to a double team. Shit, it'll be play to play sometimes. One play, they'll double team. The next play, they won't double team. But mm-hmm. in Madden, there's no trend to what they're trying to do to stop you. And that's what I talk about with identity. It's like there should be a trend to what they're trying to do to stop you from what defense, you do. Defensive line. They have all those moves on the defensive line, and you rarely see the defense do anything different CPU-wise. You don't see them try to bull rush or the swim or the, uh, or the uh, rip. They don't do that. They don't do the spin move or whatever. I mean – Especially on third down, on a passing down, you would you would think that they would come with a more uh, aggressive um, a style of pass rush. You don't even see that. And even on the hardest difficulty, what they'll do is they'll just get by because the AI is faster, not necessarily because that they're mo- doing different moves. Hmm. Just because the AI. Overhaul- I mean, that, that's basically what all Madden is. They know your play, and they're going to beat you at your game because they know your play, not necessarily because the defensive lineman is actually finding a way to get over on the offensive lineman. And it's like I said, Madden's taking baby steps because they've overhauled the overall logic to their play calling on offense, but they haven't gone into team and coach specifics, which makes it so that, okay, yeah, maybe on second and two, it's logical to call this play for this team, right? Or for any generic team, it would make sense. But, you know, maybe this team would call this. Maybe KC would pass on a run uh, on a down that should really be a running down, right? You don't see those things, and that's what makes it not fun to play against those teams sometimes because it's fun to expect something. They come out and they try to do it. You're prepared for it, and you stop it. And that's something that's just not Madden because, like I said, they don't have – any type of identity and hey no it's not a back of the box feature okay team identity isn't something that people are going to go crazy about but it's something that needs to be put in the game play like your favorite team that should be that they couldn't market that technically they want they can really market whatever the fuck they want to they just choose not to they want to pick the other things like you know look at this hurdle we put in the fucking game or you know some other bullshit 
But that's what they need to do. Play like your favorite team. How about that? I see no problem there. DJ, you got anything? I really don't have anything else because it's just it's frustrating that you know, I, I'm sure the development team wants a lot of this stuff in the game, but then they get those suits and the people crying online, people crying in mud. And then all of a sudden they have to place their hand on that shoulder of that of said developer. And it was like, look, you can't put that in the game because I'm just going to lose money. Yep. And it's just like, but you're not going to lose money. <laughs> That's the problem. Their fear of losing money overrides their better judgment. And we wind up with games that are unbalanced, like Madden, like NBA Live. Hopefully that, hopefully that trend changes. But it's just like, ultimately, that's what happens. You get watered down games because of fear of losing money, not actually losing money, especially when you're increasing the charge for the game. game. I just just think at the end of the day, they need to put the stuff in the game. As long as it's not broken, they just ignore whatever the hell that people are saying. And and more importantly, like, you know, we, we talked about gameplay towards the end of this. But look, all the shit that we mentioned not being in, it, it would all be okay if your franchise made up for that in some way and gave us some immersion in that way because we have immersion on the field as far as a straight-up football game with no identities on either side, literally just roster versus roster. We have a good football game. But it's like, you know, we don't have an NFL game. We don't have an ever – changing dynamic lively mode that feels like it is changing as we go along it seems like you just load up a game okay play this team their rating is this it might be a little harder is the play call gonna be any different probably not and that's that's the issue in 2k you're playing against teams you're not playing against rosters you're playing against teams okay and in um, some cases, in some cases, the, there are individuals on that team that makes a difference. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But but as a result, that means you're playing against a team, not a roster. You're not playing against 98 Steph Curry. You're playing against the Golden State Warriors that happen to have 98 Steph Curry, and they're going to know how to use 98 Steph Curry. Right. On Madden, you're playing against 99 Tom Brady, and it's good. he's going against 99 Aaron Donald. But the issue is the way that 99 Aaron Donald is used is no different than the way 89 Michael Brockers is used. That's the same shit. It's not right. That's this. It's like you have a game that has Thank you. individual player tendencies, then team tendencies, and then coaching tendencies. God bless and it's you. just like that's what makes the game organic is that that any one of these could change depending on the situation. Um Madden just doesn't have that mm. level of, you know, sophistication to it. Because I call this play, and I'm seeing the percentages of when this play is called. They have a like there's like there's quick play as far as like play calling in in 2K and also live, but it's really simplistic in, in Madden. Just ask Madden, he'll give you a set of plays, and then you don't even have to um, 
limits you to what you can call. Like on fourth down, you have to punt. You can't even select the particular punt because it gives you the punt plays. You can't even like if I want to do a punt return down the middle, but they you you have to go back out of the screen just to be find it exactly right. And it's just like, come on, really. And and like, the thing also is like that's what I'm saying. Like on Madden, it's literally just letter of the law football. That's what you're playing. Letter of the law football. What are you supposed to do in a cover three? Well, you play deep to shallow, sir. Okay, well then we're gonna play deep to shallow. But what happens when this happens? Well, shit, we don't know. We don't well, you know, what what happens if it's Tyreek Hill and you know you're playing two man under? Well, we're supposed to press, right? No, you're not supposed to press. Well, that's what we have. That's what we were told. That's literally what Madden is. Madden is letter of the law football. LOL football. That's exactly what it is. Letter of the law football. That's what it is. It's fucking unfortunate. All right, who's singing? No, that's my son with his toy. Oh, this is like, yeah, okay, I took a little my Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little it's a, yeah, it's a little ABC thing that sings ABCs to in well, opera. That, that, yeah, well, it's not copyrighted material. Nah, it's all good. I try to put him down. I try to put him down off, off my lap and end up um, clicking the mouse and kicking me out. Oh god. But yeah, letter of the really law weird. football. That's what Madden is. Madden is letter of the law football. There's no, you know, as soon as you ask, what if this happens? They don't have an answer. That's right. really what it comes down to. You know, a running back, like I, like I told you, remember what I told you about the speed parity rating and how stupid that was? Like, okay, if you put the speed parity rating down, this guy is going to make dumb decisions as far as running the ball. But then if you put the speed parity up too high, then it's like, hey, guys, so you're supposed to run through this hole. You're going to run through this hole every time. It is just like there's no originality to it. And it's like it's like it's like it's like drive club driving type running the ball. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Like like you're supposed to run through this hole behind the fullback, you know, through this hole, and once you get past there, we can't help you. And if you're in two man under, you're supposed to press. Well, what if it's Tyree Kill? You're supposed to press. <laughs> and that, that's, that's literally what it is. It's letter of the law of football. This is what it says you're supposed to do. But that's the issue. You know, that's why I think it took so long for them to fix zone coverage because, you know, people are like, well, the deep zones are playing so much better. But it was really because of the fact that now the players are more aware of, you know, th- there's a decision that they have to make based on the threat level. It always really should have been that way, but still, that's in a way discretionary. You can't teach somebody. I guess technically you can teach somebody, look, the deepest guy is is where the threat level is, but still, I mean, it's discretionary. I don't think online players even want that. Right. So oh. that's that's the issue. Man, I'm just sitting there laughing the music that's playing. Yeah, you hear my son in the background? I know, right? <laughs> But I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and get him get ready for bed because actually it's bedtime for him. That's why he came in here to run behind me because you know he has to get in the bed. But uh, I don't have anything else. We about at the two hour mark, man. Y'all got anything else before we go? Like honestly, you have a new term: letter of the law football. Lol football, football right? <laughs> that, that's good, right? Now. I like how you came up with that. It's pretty dope. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right, Bills. What you got before we get out of here? Um. 
thank everybody for coming through. I got a couple games I'm probably going to be copping this week that should be fun to stream. Still trying to come up with a streaming schedule. Got to get a new mic and new setup. So it's going to be that'll be a little bit, but I'm, I'm trying to set up a streaming schedule for y'all. I'll, I'll keep y'all updated. Okay. That sounds good. That sounds good. What about you, DJ? What you got? All right. So I'll be streaming. I think it's episode 18 of What the Fuck Just Happened. So uh, that's going to be going live. To, well, we're gonna, I'm going to be going live tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So those that are unaware, uh, you can find me. Current uh, Twitch channel username is EVO325. And I have one topic in mind already, but I think I spent the last couple of weeks on serious topics. I think try to have a little bit of fun. So we're going to have a little curveball in tomorrow's uh, episode. So just be on the lookout and uh, find me on uh, Twitter, DJ81. And it was good. Glad everybody could come through tonight. And uh, yeah. Yeah, we had a healthy, we had a pretty healthy stream, uh, healthy stream, healthy audience. Everything was good. Appreciate. Don't sleep on the uh, on the follow. Uh, I will be streaming tomorrow. I'm going to be playing some other games for the rest of the night. Once I put my son to bed, I'm probably play some Neo too. Um, you already know how I feel about playing that game on stream. I just can't have to focus on that game. So I'm gonna be playing that. But I'm gonna be streaming tomorrow prior to DJ going live. And uh, probably be streaming after he goes live. Who knows? Because I'm on vacation. I'm not doing anything. So I'll be around uh, doing my thing as well. And I'll probably be putting some stuff up on the YouTube channel. So go over there to the YouTube channel. The link has been in the um, in the chat throughout the night. Go over there if you haven't already and follow me there. And uh, we will see you uh, next time. So it seems like everything is go. You guys be safe. And uh, hey, man, one more thing before. What? Pelican man, I, I miss that guy. Wherever you are, I hope you're good. Tube only, so yeah, you need to, he need to make his way over here, man. Because uh, it's been he? a minute. It seems like it because I don't, unless the, he has a burner on Twitch. Yeah, no, no, he doesn't because he would. He, he's been too quiet. He would have said something by now. He's probably somewhere pulling a veto from uh, Sopranos. <laughs> wow, no telling. He's probably on the. He's probably on the YouTube channel trying to figure out where we are. No y'all got veto from the Sopranos if you still know what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, y'all. We will see you guys on Thursday. All right, guys. You guys, take it easy. Y'all guys be safe. All right, peace. 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 Look at that music. It's still going. Son, it's time to go to bed. <laughs>